0: Everybody, it's March 27th, and welcome to the Ticket to Rider podcast, your weekly podcast with all things uh, Rider Cup, but also talking about uh, other things in the world of golf. There's always something going on in the world of golf, but uh, a little basketball, a little football, maybe. Uh, uh, I'm Rich Poland.
1: And this is Stacy Ham,
0: And we're coming to you uh, from beautiful Portland, Oregon, which hasn't been all that beautiful lately, Stacy. Uh
1: and I'm coming to you from the Vancouver Licky Licky, which hasn't been beautiful at all.
0: I uh last so last night uh I got a call at 130 an email at 130 from our wonderful ticket woman, uh Lauren Rinaldi. And Lauren said, uh, I need you to go to the Blazer game because she had tickets that were gonna be you know wasted if somebody didn't go. And I really didn't want to go to the Blazer game. So the Trailblazers are for the second year in the in a row in the midst of a tankathon, right? Do you know who's? Yeah. Do, you know who you, do you know how many starters started last night, Stacy? A mm, none. Uh, maybe you could consider one. One. I think Matisse yeah. Thibault, who's the worst of the starters. He's there. Oh, that you? That's you. Oh no, that's me. uh. uh Matisse Thibault, who is the third guard or small forward, uh, he started. He's really not that good, but uh, he started last night. But the other starters were uh, Villanova uh, Villanova uh, National Championship winner Ryan Arcadiacono uh, at cool. point guard. He's like the third-string point guard. And uh, Thybolt started. Shaden Sharp started uh our rookie who went to Kentucky but never played at Kentucky.
1: Yeah. And thank God he didn't because he's sensational.
0: Yeah. now that we have him. He is sensational. And he was sensational last night. Drew Eubanks, the greatest basketball player in the history of Troutdale, Oregon. Uh he he mm-hmm. started instead of Nurkic. And God, who was who was the power for I, I mean it's it's hard to remember that the team is so fragmented, but I can tell you who didn't play. Yusuf Nurkic didn't play. Damian Lillard didn't didn't play, uh, Anthony Simons didn't play, Jeremy Grant didn't play. So basically, the four best guys on the team didn't play.
1: Uh, well, I mean, you take a look at this team. I mean, you look at the future of this team. I mean, they're gonna be it, it, this, you know, this Shaden Sharp, or whatever that kid can be good and stay healthy. I mean, you put him out there with Dame and you know Nurk and.
0: Met the Anthony
1: kid. Kid. Yeah. Simons. I mean, Lord.
0: They need another big guy. They really that's why they got
1: rid of Josh Hart, right? Because they wanted this uh this kid to play, Shaden the Sharp kid to they play, right?
0: Shaden Sharp to play. But I'll tell you what, you know who else is good, Stacy? Nasir Little is good. Nasir Little should have been playing more all year. He's is good. He's, yeah. sco- he he, he's a good player. He and Sharp were by far the best Blazers on the on, on the court yesterday, and they they can play.
1: Uh, I mean, they're still little. They only went to school one year, right? So, what is he technically? What a yeah, he senior was, in college?
0: Uh, yeah, I think this is his third year or third or fourth yeah. year. They've already signed him. He's he's signed long term,
1: but anyway. Yeah. Oh, so that he gets your contract after three years, right? Or no, the second he was a second rounder, right?
0: He was a first round pick, but they, they first ex- round pick. They extended him. They extended him for four oh, years. Okay. They gave him a four year contract.
1: But he's so this good. typically would have been his like sophomore, junior, senior year in college, yeah. pretty much, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: But anyway, well, that's know,
1: when the kids hit their stride. About that time,
0: it's it still is fun going to the games. It's fun. Yeah,
1: you know, I haven't been. You know, Rich. I mean, seriously, I think if we go, we should get two dedicated seats, so you don't have to deal with this lateness. I mean, it would be so much better. You get the four tickets, probably the same price for a deal or something. and have dedicated seats, and that way your uh, ex wouldn't be yelling oh, at you about calling it last minute.
0: I don't know. I like. I I like. I don't like necessarily you know getting the seats at the last minute. On the other hand. I get a lot of courtside seats. I was last night right behind the blazer bench and first row behind the blazer bench for regular yeah. seat price. Cause you know, she knows she can rely on me to go to games when nobody yeah. else is going to go. She wanted me to go tonight, but I said the podcast take podcast takes precedence and she asked yeah. me if it was good. If our podcast was good, well, she
1: should listen. And I Lauren told her should she
0: should listen. So I am mentioning yeah. you tonight, Lauren. I'm going to tell you I mentioned you tonight. So hopefully, hopefully you'll listen. Yeah, uh, yeah. But and I, I need to a her... count
1: the tickets that I have left to Lauren. By yeah.
0: way, you listen. Stacey does need to count. And I and I will. I am going to go Wednesday. I don't even know who the Blazers are playing Wednesday night. I just actually watched. I just actually watched women's college basketball. You know, I'm not a. Oh, women's. I loved
1: it. Did, 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 did South Carolina lose?
0: no no south carolina won but everyone from maryland fouled out their, their whole team fouled out They and, and well not the, all the,
1: they got the two biggest girls on the court south carolina oh you see that big, big girl that's six something yeah, yeah. i mean gee.
0: Maryland. i thought maryland played well i normally i don't i don't really pay much attention i love to college
1: basketball women's college basketball see, the nor- girl from iowa is amazing she
0: is amazing but normally i only pay attention to maryland being a maryland homer uh and i probably won't watch the final, maybe I'll watch the final. But I,
1: I'll watch the final four because I'm telling you, these girls. I mean, South Carolina is 36 and 0; they haven't lost the game all year.
0: They haven't lost a game. Well, when they get to play in the Elite Eight, basically, in their you know, it's a home game, and yeah, and every time true. they get touched, it's a foul. uh But anyway, well, I, it
1: did, could UConn win last night? The girls win last night? I, I
0: don't think Yukon I mean, won. I know, I know, L- I, they lost. I, know oh, okay. I, I know Iowa won. Iowa won, yeah.
1: And basketball. I
0: know Virginia, I, when did Virginia Tech get good at women's basketball? When I, I, I
1: know they're good.
0: When I was a medical student, good. Virginia was great because Dawn Staley, who's the coach now of that South Carolina yeah. team, she was yeah. a star. Uh, she's from Philadelphia. Right. She's not from South Carolina. She's from Philly. They Philadelphia, had, yeah. They had Tammy Reese, who was a beautiful girl, and, a, and she was the other guard. And then they had the Burge sisters, Heidi and Heather Burge, who were like 6'3". Oh. They were Californians. And UVA had a great team when, you know, when I was in medical school there and Don Staley was the best them. Don Staley was fantastic.
1: I mean, Virginia Tech, I, the, the girls are better than the guy. I saw the guys play. I mean, I don't know where they get half those dudes from, but I tell you what those girls are. I saw them play a couple of weeks ago. And I just like, look at those girls are good. Yeah. I mean, they play smart basketball. They're not trying to out muscle everyone. They're, they're running, they're cutting, they're back cutting. It's they're, they're just, they're good. I like the women's basketball a well, finesse type of game. And,
0: did you see, did you see, you know, uh, so, so, you know, we, we, we wear our allegiances on this podcast. So Stacy is a big Tar Heel fan. I'm a Maryland and Georgetown fan. Georgetown all these got,
1: fucking kids are leaving.
0: Georgetown got it, got, got a new coach and all of these kids are like, Caleb Love entered the transfer portal today.
1: I, I yeah. Uh, Puff Johnson's going to Kentucky, supposedly.
0: Is he going to Kentucky? Uh, wow. He
1: head he says 15 teams have contacted him. So he
0: says Kentucky.
1: Probably in the touches. I mean, you know what, Rich? I I, I think they got to look at this whole thing with Carolina. I mean, this Hubert Davis recruited most of these kids, but they lost this championship game last year to Villanova, like they should have won that game. They're up by 17, they lose that game, or whatever they're up by, and then this year they don't even make it. So it tells me there's a problem with coaching. I tell you, if I was North Carolina. I would get rid of Huber Davis, and I would pay him out, and I would go sign Jay Wright as soon as I could. I love that Jay Wright guy. He's, he's great, great on, on television. Is, he is great. He is great, man. He is great. I, I love that guy. I mean, you see all these coaches in the fi- in the Final Four. These guys can all coach. Uh, Jim Larranaga, that guy can coach his ass off. He's a good coach, right? He is a the great Hurley coach. kid's a good coach. Yeah, the Hurley kid's a good coach. I mean. You know, this I UConn think, team I, is good.
0: Though. I think I think sometimes there's a problem, and I know it was at Georgetown. So you know, John Thompson is a great coach for for you know for decades, and then they bring in his long term assistant Craig Eschrick. They figure they owe him; he's part of the family. He's a great assistant. He's not a good head coach. So they bring in JT three. They bring in John's son, and he's a you know he got him to a Final Four, but you know couldn't get them in bad sense. It's and they've been bad, bad since. And then they bring in yeah. Patrick Ewing who was a disaster. And so they finally said, okay, we're going outside of the family to get Ed Cooley from Providence. I think he's going to be a good coach. Carolina has kind of done the same thing, right? They've made this mistake once before they go from Dean Smith, who's a legend to Bill Guthridge, who was great, right? Bill Guthridge was great, but he was already old. And then they go to Matt Doherty, part of the family terrible. and he's terrible. Then they go to Roy Williams who is part of the family, but he's already successful and he's great. Sorry. And now instead That's of looking for the best coaches out there, they get Hubert Davis part of the family and it may not go so well. I, you know what? I really, I, I mean, I hate to
1: say this, but I really think they were afraid of the backlash about not hiring the diversity candidate and having, and not hiring Hubert Davis. I think that they got caught up in that whole deal. I really do. Yes. I think you gotta hire the best coach. Yes. The university, yes. Hubert Davis is there. He's a person of color. You know, he's a, he's a long term player. He's, he's a good uh, Carolinian as in terms of a college player, but I still think you got to get the best person. I, I mean, that's who you can recruit like other, Hubert Davis is recruiting some of the best kids in the country and now the best kids that he recruited are leaving. So is it a coaching issue? Is it a team chemistry issue? it's a leadership issue
0: that's what it is right the other thing the other thing stacy which you you can't minimize these days is it a nil issue are the kids not getting enough money i was just reading after watching maryland so maryland's best player the last year was angel reese angel reese is from baltimore she uh was the number two recruit in the country she came to maryland uh was injured most of her first season second season she's an all-american she was fantastic and she leaves. And why did she leave? She le- left because she went to LSU, where she got incredible amounts of NIL money. She's incredibly popular, and even though the LSU team wasn't as good as the the Maryland team, uh, she's. But they won last night. They're in the Final Four, I think LSU, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So so LSU is as good as the Maryland team, I guess. Yeah, but, but yeah, still, they're in the final four, she's you know. she's fantastic. But the but the reason she, apparently is all too. is NIL money, and she calls herself the Bayou Barbie uh
1: yeah she's she's, a good looking girl
0: yeah yeah, she's pretty girl and her
1: mom was a good player too
0: her mom was a good player too but they're maryland people there's her brother her brother plays at maryland he's good he plays in maryland yeah yeah so you know i think i think some of these schools i think uh, you know i think we talked about it last week the sec uh has their nil shit together from football yeah so all these teams know how to get their nil money together from football teams that that have figured out nil for football are going to figure out nil for basketball. Look at Miami basketball. Look at Miami yeah. basketball. Those aren't guys they necessarily must, recruited yeah. by Jim Larinag out of high school. Those are transfers because they yeah. got nil money, uh, and because Miami's good at nil at nil for football. So yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's quite interesting. It, it, this whole nil thing, and it, I, I, you know, and I, yeah, it's just interesting. I don't know how they're going to figure it out, but these teams are going to get a hold of it because. I know at LSU and all those SEC schools, one of my friends' his son was, his son is a computer engineer. He applied to all the big computer science guys, applied to all the big schools. Illinois is one of the top ones, university watching all these places. He ended up going to Wisconsin, but he goes, his son got so many letters from Alabama, LSU, all these schools down there saying, hey, Auburn, hey, we will give you the tuition. We'll give you the state tuition. Even though know you're coming from uh, Chicago, we'll give you the state tuition because we need to get students in. Wow. So you're right, Rich. how they get those students, they got this whole nil thing figured out. Because what kid want to go to LSU to get? What you gonna get a bunch of? Uh, what you gonna get down there? Some uh, donuts? What are those things called? Cur- beignets. What are, what are those things? Beignets. beignets. What you going to get a bunch of beignets? And then she couldn't even jump out. Jump an inch off the floor. She got a bunch of beignets. So how's she getting money? What's she getting money for? Who's giving the money? Because a lot of that new money is local businesses, right?
0: You, you, you know, you know, you know the song by Randy Newman, "Rednecks." You know the song Ra- Randy Newman, Rednecks?
1: No, uh,
0: uh he goes, college men from La, I'm, I'm singing like Randy Newman. College men from LSU come in dumb, come out dumb too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't understand what I mean. It's like going to high school. I think down there. Come on. Yeah, so I don't know. I hate to talk about our public education. <laughs> but I still think it's a good at some of those schools.
0: Anyway, let's see another another you know bloody school shooting today, Stacey. I just God, it breaks your heart. I
1: mean, it breaks my heart. This girl's twenty eight years old. Yeah. And she's twenty eight years old. She went to the school and then she came back to shoot up the place. I mean, she was there a long time ago. Twenty eight years. She was there, but, but twenty years ago, right? I mean, come on. I That's... wonder what she's what was she angry about? Do you know?
0: I I, I don't know. And
1: it's a white with a female. Female. Usually, it's only all the, white male. Only
0: the fifth mass shooting by a female in in I guess history. That's what that's what I saw on the internet. Uh, so uh, it's just yes. it's just so sad, you know. It's
1: so sad, nine, and they're babies, nine I mean, year olds.
0: Nine year olds. who shoots a nine?
1: You got to be out of your mind. And I tell you what, Rich, this is a call for our country, our congressmen, all our senatorial leaders, congressional. You got to do something about this. I mean, but no one cares because they're all tied to this you know they're all tied to the nra they get their money from the people that are did are you, not going to let them change the bill
0: did you see did you see the christmas card from the congressman who represents that district had him and all his family cu- carrying assault rifles that was a christmas i mean that's a shame that right was their christmas card and now of course he's going to. That's, like Bar-
1: that's, that's like the lauren barb that's like the lauren boebert one right she has she and the kids around the yeah. christmas tree. she hold the gun yeah and,
0: and then they're gonna all thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers you know
1: prayer. Screw yeah we praying people down here yeah you're praying all right yeah it's, it's bad it's just your kid not getting killed because they're not going to those schools probably they're not going to the, they're all protected but it, it's sad when our kids are getting killed innocent babies are getting killed in these places and no one wants to do a darn thing about it that
0: I, I tell you what i'm not a religious person but i guarantee you i wouldn't walk into a synagogue right now if you paid me even if i was religious yeah. i'd, I'd freaking stay away and i'm glad my kids yeah are so-
1: I mean, that was one of the first mass shootings where the the guy, that Dylan guy, went into the uh, the church in South Carolina and kill all South those black parishioners. Yeah,
0: and then and then the yeah. one in Pittsburgh, in go- the yeah, in Pittsburgh, where he goes into a synagogue. It's, it's just, don't yeah. understand the hate, man. It, don't, don't I don't
1: understand hate. it. either. I think these people are crazy, though. That's a, that's yeah, the guardian. I
0: think. All right. Well, we, there was a great sports weekend. You know, some great basketball games. Uh, uh, you're you're now. Do you root for Gonzaga independently of your ex-wife? In other words, did you root for Gonzaga before you met Tran?
1: You know, uh, before I met – no, I didn't even know it was school before I met Tran. So I have always been – I've always rooted for – I like the story, that underdog thing, because, I mean, it's a small place. It's compared to, like, Duke and Wake Park. I think Duke might be bigger in terms of students. You know, yeah, Duke's, it's Duke's a summer. small school yeah it's a small school so I always rooted for them because always, it was a small I always place
0: too and I like the teams I like guys like Adam Morrison and and yeah like Dan Dickow in the early years yeah uh Brooke Steppy was another one I remember these guys yeah Brooke
1: Steppe. Yep. yeah uh, and they all started there all the coaches like Mark View, Mark View, and his wife they were Mark View was like an assistant when I was playing baseball there they were like up-and-coming guys they were working for dan what's the guy that went off to colorado they were working for him monson dan munson yeah so yeah i've always rooted for them even though i'm not i'm just i'm not with that you know what anymore but i'm all that
0: was that that was Uh, that was a bad performance though that was you know it was one thing you know know, they got killed in the national championship game by baylor and baylor just just athletically dominated them but yeah. uh, I was disappointed. I, I felt bad for Drew Timmy. He's so good. I felt bad.
1: I felt bad. You know, it was a bad performance. I mean, they could their guards couldn't make any shots. They didn't make him the night before, except feel lucky when the kid hit at the end of the game, but they didn't make any shots.
0: It's not the best and, it's not the best Gonzaga team, though. They've always had no that was supporting, yeah. you know, they've had their stars, but they've always had a good supporting cast. And the the supporting cast isn't as good this year as it's been. You no. Know, I tell you what, that Portal's watering down these basketball teams, I'm telling you.
1: I mean, you got teams like San Diego State, which San Diego State's always been good at. They had Fisher. They've had Kawhi Leonard. They have some good players. But these are a bunch of old dudes coming from the portal. And then you got UConn with a transfer. So a lot of transfer, couple transfer kids. Florida Atlantic, those are homegrown kids. He's recruited yep. all those kids. And Dusty May a good coach. He's a good coach. Right. And then you got Miami. They got a bunch of guys in the transfer. Except for Miami. the Wong guy. He's not a transfer. Well, it? he's been there forever. Yeah, he's been there for a long time. So. I mean, I just think it's going to be that Miami game that might that probably should be the championship game that Miami game versus Yukon um, UConn. Yukon's good though I yeah, mean I that watching Hawkins kid or whatever his name, he can shoot lights out. he's going to be a lottery pick, I think that kid Well, you see his game, boy, yeah. can we shoot it? Oh my God.
0: Well, Stacy, I don't know about you, but I spent a lot of time watching the Dell match play kind of switching back yeah. and forth to basketball. Saturday was easy because the basketball game started late. But Late, uh, yeah. Sunday, Sunday they were on at the same time. Which I will say that the that the final of the Dell Match Play was a little bit of a, of, a, of a boat race. I mean, uh, same uh, mornings, same... it
1: was close for like it was close for a number of holes.
0: Yeah, and then and then like uh, yeah, it was close to the beginning. What but... happened? He just started
1: hitting it all over the bar, all over the yard. Yeah. Now, I watched a little bit. Yeah, he just started hitting it all over the place.
0: But uh, just Cameron to, Young, it, it, it's funny the players have come out. Apparently, this match play is not on the schedule for next year. Uh, no, and,
1: I don't get it. I, I don't get it.
0: And I Why? love it. And I it. And I'm not, I guess, I, I don't know.
1: Uh, the players love it too, right?
0: I think they love it. And I think it's good practice for, for international competitions like the Ryder Cup.
1: But I know, mean, on, I, I think, I personally think they should change the court. If they do it, they, well, they used to have it at the Galleria in, uh, in uh, Tucson. In
0: Tucson. Which had I like
1: those kind of courses.
0: Well, they had it at Harding Park one year too. I think Rory won. It had Park. a at Harding Park.
1: Yeah, and before they didn't have it at La Costa. Before they used to have a Costa every year. Well, maybe a, they should go back to La Costa or something.
0: It's a it's a great tournament, and the fact that they do it during March Madness adds a little bit more, uh, I think, interest to the event. And uh, yeah, I, I I think it's a lot of fun. Now people pointed to the fact that a couple guys just kind of gave up at the end after they weren't going to get in, like Hideki, and I think Will Zalatoris just kind of, you know, uh, I think I think Hideki DQ'd his last match and. But, but that's few and far, those things are few and far between. I think these guys really take a lot of pride and, and it is a source of pride to win this event. And it was, I mean, look at the
1: final four, those guys are all are good players and they don't, yeah. they didn't give up anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I look I at mean, Rory, final... Rory played great. Rory, Rory, Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns, and Cameron Young are the final four. Those are four of the top, what, you know, 12, 13 players in the world. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, Sam Burns obviously moves up now because that's a huge win. That's his biggest win in his career and that's number
0: five right right i don't think sam burns has never won an elevate i don't think he's ever won an elevated no you know, WDC, he's only won four. yeah four four regular right. tournaments uh so yeah. that's a big win for for sam burns you know cameron young's still looking for his first win he you know uh yeah. so so uh, we have that and you know of course rory scotty scheffler was the man i mean scotty scheffler had you had, had only lost one match before uh, in, in his tournament history, uh, the final to Billy Horschel before uh, losing in a very tight match to his best buddy, Sam Burns. If you remember at the President's Cup, Scottie Scheffler and Sam Burns are a team, and they're likely to be a team in the Ryder Cup in uh, in Rome. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, right? It's so amazing. I mean, Burns, I,
1: I mean, Burns is leading it. He was killing him at the beginning. Then Scheffler, like always, he comes back, takes the lead, and then I didn't think Burns was going to beat him. I was like, what happened to Sam Burns' game? But then he turned it on a little bit, right? Sam Burns tied up in the play. Yeah.
0: Those guys, the, the thing about both Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler, they have such great all around games, right? So they're both, yeah. I, I guess they, they said they were tied for 21st in driving distance. They both can bomb it, but they've got great short games, both of them. Uh, yeah. And, you know, really, Scotty Scheffler. I'm sure. Well, Rue, he had a short putt on what the, was it? The second sudden death hole to win, and he missed it, and uh, and then Sam Burns just stuck it on on the next sudden death hole, and, next, and game yeah. over. Well, I tell you what. I mean, I those
1: four guys. I I gotta say, going into the Masters, I mean, I like the way Rory that new driver shorter. He's driving it out there, and his short game was amazing yesterday. R-
0: Rory, all I, all the whole tournament. His uh, chipping and, and bunker play was absolutely fantastic. And his putting was good. Yeah. Rory does putting not have good. to be the world's greatest putter. He has to be good. If Rory is putting, putting okay. If he's putting a B, he's the best player in the world. It's just sometimes Rory's putting is a C. Yeah.
1: And another thing about Rory, I mean, this guy's so good driving the ball. He, I don't know why he doesn't practice. He should do the Dustin Johnson thing. Go get good at your wedges. Because the guy who hits the ball that far, if you're a good wedge player, putting wouldn't be a problem because you'd hit it inside 10 feet all the time. Right? Give yourself a chance.
0: Well, I will say, I don't know, I wouldn't say either of us did great in our projections. I think we did best in terms of Scotty Scheffler making into the final four. We both had Scotty Scheffler in the final four. I think we both had Rory in the final four. So, but those are yeah. easy. Those are easy. Right?
1: Yeah. We, well, at least we had two, uh, 50% of the final four.
0: Yeah. But none like, of the, none, none of the final two. I don't think, did you. John Rahm,
1: John Rahm. I, he, yeah. he, he, yeah. uh, I don't know what happened. him. Yeah, Ricky Fowler boat raced him.
0: Ricky Fowler killed him. Yeah.
1: Billy Rahors will boat race him too, right?
0: Billy Hor- yeah, Billy Horschel won that group, wound up winning that group. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's see.
1: Uh, well, I'm better to get his stuff together, I tell you that much, because he's not, he did not been playing well lately.
0: So, I mean, I don't know, who did you have in Sam Burns' group? Uh, I had Adam Hadwin, who obviously didn't make it.
1: Uh, I think I had Sam Burns. I don't have my, my. I don't know where my things are. I don't have, I think I had Sam Burns.
0: And in, in, uh, in uh, Young's group? Let's see who did I have in. Uh... I wish I had mine. I don't even know. Who oh I had. yeah, I had I had Corey Connors in Cameron Young's group. Yeah,
1: I don't even know who I had. I, I'd have to go back to look. I tried to look for it, but I don't know what I did. I must have thrown it out or something.
0: Well, I know that. You but had, I know I had you had yeah. Rom over Scheffler in the final, and I had Scheffler over Rom. So. Yeah.
1: Well, at least we got two guys. I mean, we had one guy making it.
0: Did you notice the crowds? Was it? Do you think the problem is that the crowds aren't very good at that tournament in Austin? I, I you know, I,
1: I don't think it's a good course to watch. I, wonder, I mean, think about it. I, would, I don't think it's a good course to watch. I think Tory Pines or something like that would be a better course because you got you can get people down the fairway. Some of those holes, like that par sixteen, I mean seventeen, you can't get anyone around that like green. All those par threes are built in the hillsides and no one can go around it, I guess. So I don't, I don't think it's a great course for the sport. Maybe they should choose another course in Texas. Maybe go down South where the Houston guys had that nice course design and they don't use it anymore. Maybe they go down there.
0: I don't know. I, you know I, know, I think it's a great course for competition. There's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a, it's a easy course to make a lot of birdies. There are a lot of birdies yeah, yeah. on that course, but then there's a lot of risk reward as well. There's a ton of water on the course Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can't remember. I mean, I saw, it's a good, it's a good court.
0: I saw, I think, I can't remember who hit it, but I saw possibly the worst golf shot I've ever seen. You know, they had I on, uh, was it 16 or was it 16? They had a big thing of water to the left yeah, and yeah, they, have a, yeah. they had a big Dell triangle or pyramid coming out of the water, a, you know, midway through the lake. And one of those guys hit a ball that, that uh, hooked so badly, it hit the damn pyramid. I don't know. That's that I mean, that's a shot that I would hit. Uh, I would probably hit that shot too. No, you hit it straight.
1: Yeah. Well, I tell you, I mean, I, I don't know. It was. I think that I think they need to do. They need to have this match play. I really like the match play, but I think they need to think about a different course. Keep it in Texas, but think about a different course. I think the players have probably had it with the course.
0: I don't know, but, they but did, I think they it should get, be on the schedule. They really did get the top 64 players in the world, though. It was a great field. They got everybody yeah. there. I mean, I'm, I don't think anybody in the top 64 didn't show up.
1: I mean, I tell you, I would, if I'm a player, the Masters is a couple weeks away. Why wouldn't you just go? There's no other place where you can go play three rounds of golf. Because You know? None I of mean, the, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, none of the top players are going to play next week, right? They never do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So
1: so I mean, you get three rounds of golf, man, you get to really figure out your game and how you're hitting it. And you, that cut cuts down on a lot of weeks
0: of, a lot of hours of practice. Did you hear you know? by the way did you hear by the way Gary Player said today that he thought the Masters was the fourth of the four majors? Oh What what's what's his deal? I mean, I, okay, you know, I, I understand. I think the Open Championship is the greatest of the four majors just because of the history. I think so. And I think you, yeah. could, you could say that maybe the U.S. Open and the Masters can can flip-flop. The Masters is a more historic course. I think the PGA
1: is always the fourth
0: one. I, PGA is always the fourth one. They play it at usually yeah. less iconic courses. Uh, yeah. They don't set it up like they set up a U.S. Open to you know for the score to be at par uh you know nothing compares to augusta other than saint andrews and maybe pebble beach i don't know gary player i i don't understand i heard that today i was like i mean are, really are they gonna
1: le- are they gonna let him hit so does he do the ceremonial hit uh swinging after have in those making those comments he, or are they gonna he, let him yeah. do the uh t-ball
0: maybe they're mad because because didn't they ban his uh his son oh yeah
1: he can't his son for wearing it
0: yeah for wearing the promotional but I, gear yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, he, it was, they should make him go last. Since this is the last one, you're going to be the third person to hit after everybody's cleared. After, after we moved all people off the tee, you're going to be the last one to hit.
0: Who's who, who is the who is the list. third one now? Is it is it Tom Watson now? Because I, is you it know, him, Jack, it's been Jack Nicholas and you know it's Nicholas Palmer and player for for, for forever. Maybe Trevino. Yeah. Uh, and then, was, oh, and, then and then it was Lee Elder, but Lee Elder passed away. Yeah.
1: It should be Trevino. I think.
0: It should be Trevino. He,
1: he, what year did he win the match? 1960? Okay. I,
0: can't. No? I, know he, I know
1: he won. He won one. Okay. Well, I, I tell you, yeah. This, now, the match, I think it, to me, it's the Open Championship, the U.S. Open, because the venues are so difficult, the Masters and the PGA. And you're right. It's flip flops. Masters could be two, PGA could be two or three. Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, before we we get on to our topic of the week, which is looking at the uh, the full swing episode number five, uh, let's go to our other tours. And this is one of those weeks where they had an opposite field event, the uh, the Dominican oh, right. the Dominican uh, Putnesca. Corrales, Putacana, put, put, yeah, Putacana, uh, whatever, yeah. You know, it was interesting because a, a bunch of the uh, DP World Tour players came over and played the event, and the winner was uh, first win on American soil for Matt Wallace. Isn't it funny? Matt Wallace gets his first win on American soil before Tommy Fleetwood.
1: Before Tommy Fleetwood, amazing. Tommy Fleetwood should have missed the match playing gone to play there, Putacana.
0: So uh, Matt Wallace is he, one of those guys that we – we're looking at for the Ryder cup team four years ago. And you know, cause he was, he was on the top, he was in the top 12 for the Ryder cup most, most yeah. of the year and then kind of faded away and has been up and down, tried to come over to the PGA tour. I don't think he was able to keep his card, went back to the DP world tour, but he gets a win. And you know, if he wants to stay on the, on the PGA tour, he now has a two year exemption and a, and a, and a, a master's uh, and a master's. Uh, uh, I love it. Uh, invitation, And so good, good for Matthew Wallace, but there were a lot of, you know, kind of names in this tournament to the top of the leaderboard. Uh, Nikolai Hogard uh, finished, I think uh second and he was in it the whole way and was the leader after Saturday. Thomas Dietrich played well in this tournament. Uh, Wyndham Clark played well in the tournament. And uh, I thought the interesting thing you, did you see that, that Ricky Barnes, you know, was in contention in the tournament. Ricky Barnes, who wore the painter's hat for all those years and was at one point, I think he was yeah. a number one ranked amateur.
1: But he like, yeah, has, amateur. Yeah. Arizona State guy.
0: He has like a real job now. He's not a full time golfer anymore. He has, it's like a real job. What's he, he doing? I don't know. I don't I, so I, I,
1: Shoes in a North
0: Shore. Maybe. Maybe he's just a club okay. pro or something. But, but Ricky Barnes wow. played well uh, in his rare appearance on the PGA Tour.
1: Isn't that amazing? Ricky Barnes. I mean, he must have, he must have been behind. I, it's probably the best ASU player is what? Ricky, Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson, John Rahm. Was John, was Rahm? John Rahm better than Phil? Oh, John Rahm right. was there the whole time. Did he win more than Phil? He won more probably, right?
0: Uh, I don't know. how. Did, did Phil, Phil didn't stay the whole time. I think John Rahm stayed longer yeah, than Phil.
1: Yeah, I think didn't Phil stay all four years or no? I think he did, right? Did well, he? i have to look it up. I think he might have. But I know John Rahm stayed the whole time. So I bet, I, bet, I think the best golfers are what? Phil Mickelson, John Rahm, and then uh, Ricky, Ricky Barnes probably, right? He's an ASU guy.
0: Ricky Barnes. Here, here's the story. Ricky Barnes now has a day job, but contends at the Corrales Punta Cana Championship. Uh, uh, what yes, you take that, vacation? Yes, that Ricky Barnes. This is from the Golf Channel. The 2002 U.S. Amateur champion, one of the PGA Tour's uh, well-known players in the uh, 2000s and early 2010s. He's 42 years old, but he's lost. He lost his card in 2018 and is ranked 1506 in the world. Uh, he's doing real estate with a group in Denver.
1: Oh, so he's doing real okay. They just get, so he can take his time off whenever he wants.
0: Yeah, so that's pretty funny. Well, way to go, Ricky Barnes. So, so it, the best players, the best
1: players at uh, John Rom, Phil Mickelson, Trez Reevy, Billy Mayfair, Jeff Quinney, Paul Casey.
0: Yeah, oh, well, Paul Casey. Uh, yeah. Paul Casey, yeah.
1: Matt Jones went there. Interesting. I didn't know Matt Jones went there. Yeah.
0: It, so anyway, yeah. That's so, about so good it. Win, good for 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 uh, for Matthew Wallace, the Englishman, uh, in the Dominican Republic. What did we have on the? Yeah. other What do we have on the other tours? I the, uh, the DP World yeah. Tour played in Johannesburg. Oh God, I, my I, man, no, my man, my man was good. Who won? Uh, Who won? A German Matt was it Matthew. Matthew Barnum is that his name? Hold on. Oh, uh, he he ran away with it. But my man, my man had another good week. Aki Stridum, I love that guy. Aki
1: Stridum, Aki Stridum, Aki wow.
0: Stridum had another good week on on the uh, on the DP World Tour.
1: I it, mean, they should just not have a tour, and there's a World Golf Championship. They should just have those guys go play Supercon. They should make the field, expand the field, and have players go play there.
0: So let's see. The the guy who won was a 23 3 year old German. Oh, okay. And,
1: Young guy. Uh, uh, he probably played in the States at school colleges, I do
0: Well, let me get to it. But uh, I was more interested in Aki Stridum. So let's see here. Get to it in a second. What other, what other tournaments were this week?
1: Okay, there's a, a LPGA tournament. Uh, it was a drive-on championship. The Superstition Springs Mountain Golf and Country Club, a great place. I played there before. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, uh, our uh, Duki, Dookie, a Duki Dookie one, uh, a French Duki
0: one. Celine That's Boutier.
1: A- Boutier, yeah. She won 20 under. She won one in the playoffs over Georgia Hall, which is a British gal. Uh, and then Ayaki Furey, She's finished at uh, third, 19 under. Then you had um, another Korean girl, Narin, On, 18 under. Ali Ewan, an American, tied for fifth. They have like one, two, like two players tied for fifth. At 17-under, 17, 17 Ali Ewing and Jin young Ko, who's another good Korean player. And then tied for seventh, you had one, two, three, four, five, six players tied for seventh. And Maria, uh, Jatana Garn, Lily and Boo, another American, Charlie Hole, the British girl. Stacey Lewis is still playing well after having a household kid. Uh, and then you had Tanako Shabino. She finished tied for seventh. And then some of the notables, you had Cheyenne Knight tied for 14th. Uh, you had uh, Arya Chutanagarn tied for 16th. Assythia uh, Sickle, Sickle, whatever, she's a Thai girl that would USC. You had Annie Park, who's another American, tied for 16th. Leona McGuire uh, came in uh, 16th with Ryan O'Toole and Yuka Sasso. And then Jennifer Cupcho was the uh, tied for 20th.
0: By the way, did you? I, I saw on 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 the Dell Match Play uh, broadcast. Did you know that Cameron's mom, Cameron uh, Young's mom, played on the LPGA tour? I, I had I had no, no idea. I
1: didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't. didn't a yeah.
0: couple weeks ago, we learned that Eric Cole's mom is Laura Baugh, who who was you know kind of a phenom on the LPGA tour. But Cameron Young's father is a club pro, and his well, mom, not anymore. Not anymore was a club pro as he was growing yeah. up, and his mom played on the LPGA tour. So. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Well,
1: his dad was club pro at a really cool club. And uh, it's a hard club. I, I'm a part of this golfer's journal. And they, this club that he's his dad was head pro at, they were having an event there. And I could not get in this event, which was, this club is like uh, a really, I think it's Sleepy Hollow, they call it. It's a really fancy club. So I guess his dad is now full time, his teacher full time on tour. Yeah. He's always been his teacher. So now he's just on tour.
0: I so, think that's a higher pay rate, probably. Prob- probably. So, oh, the DP, the guy who won on the DP tour by four shots is Nick Bockham, a 23-year-old German. He won uh, by four shots over two South Africans, Xander Lombard and Henny DuPleis. Oh, gonna... Remember Henny DuPleis? He was the guy who finished, I think, second in the first Live event at Centurion. Uh, yeah. and, and then they got rid of him
1: on Live. So and they got, oh, so now he's back on the DP tour. They let yeah. him back, huh?
0: Yeah. Uh, but he yeah, Live yeah. dumped him. Uh, yeah, but he made more money in that first tournament than he'd ever made before in golf. But this yeah. is good. I mean, he made, he, I'm sure he made a good, uh, you know, good paycheck finishing second on the DP. World yeah, he tour. that.
1: Well, uh, good. He's a smart guy. Kick him off. And now he gets, so yeah. let me ask you this. If they kick you off the tour because you're average player, not good. Do, will the PGA tour let you back on No, or you have to go, no. you have to go suck it up to the commission.
0: I uh, still, yeah. 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 Uh, let's wow. see. Aki Stridem finishes tied fourth with Scotsman Ewan Ferguson. And uh, looking at uh, Ryder Cup hopefuls or prior players, you have Jordan Smith and, and prior Ryder Cupper Andy Sullivan tied twenty fourth with Jamie Donaldson, another former Ryder Cupper. Yep. Um, but it's just it's not a great field because the best players on the DP World Tour were playing in the in the in the two tournaments. Uh, uh, the one in, in the Dominican, and of course, the match play. Uh, so, I'm looking for. I mean, of...
1: these tournaments aren't good. I
0: mean, this, this the winner, this German kid, where do you go to? Where do you uh, go to? He, pop, he
1: put the school in the States or no?
0: Um, I don't it's know. Just, Let me look. Oh, okay.
1: Well, I'll, tra- I'll cover the championship Tour real fast. Let do the Champions Tour and
0: I'll look into Nick.
1: Popper. Wow. Well, the championship, Tour, they had a lot of tournaments in uh, Arizona this week. The Champions Tour was in uh, the Gallery, class, gallery of Classics. They were playing on the course where they used to play the uh, match play in, in Tucson. So David Toms wins at 16-under. He shot 7-under in the last round. Uh, Stephen Alker uh, finished the second. Uh, he shot five un- at 12-under. He shot 5-under in the third round. Richie Boothin, another tied third with uh, Paul Sankowski, another good player. Um, then you have DJ Singh tied for fifth with Patrick Harrington and, and Miguel Am- Angel Jimenez. Steven Stricker, uh, Robert Carlson, those guys are all tied for fifth. And then he had uh, Rob Pampling and Fred Couples all tied for 10th. And those are the top 10 for that tournament. But congratulations, David Tom. I think David Tom has won twice this year on that tour. Yeah,
0: it's having a good year. I
1: I love this tour. All the good players of Steel are out there. I mean, the oldest guy is VJ. But you know, um, Paul Cesari, he started off with VJ. Yeah. So they they were talking about the on the on the tournament and um, Zinger was like, well, VJ probably taught him how to tour, how to uh, be a how to be a tour caddy, but now he's carried a lot of good bags, Paul. Safari. VJ thing, he made a lot of money with VJ, I would assume, right?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm he sure he did. They, did you hear yeah. on the telecast they were basically cracking on VJ, saying that VJ was a very hard guy to caddy for.
1: Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah, he was like, he taught, him how, he taught him how to caddy, but I was like, he probably paid him nothing and then treated him like crap, I'm sure.
0: Well, I can't find any college information on Nick. Oh, So, so, so oh, uh, Nick. I, don't, I don't see it mentioned anywhere in his bio. It doesn't mean he didn't go. All right, let's do the okay. Ryder Cup standings, and then we'll uh, finish up by talking about full swing. Uh, so the U.S. Ryder Cup standings, pretty similar. The biggest mover is Cameron Young. He moves... Uh, into the top three, so it's Scheffler, Homa. Uh, so Scheffler obviously was was uh, uh, fourth place in this event. He lost to Rory McElroy in the consolation. Max Homa made it into the second round and lost. Uh, then Cameron Young, Will Zalatoris, who didn't make it out of the out of the uh, qualifying stage. Oh yeah, and Sam Burns. Uh, Sam Burns is the biggest mover. He moved from 18th or 19th up to fifth. And Justin Thomas, who didn't make it out of group stage, uh, is sixth. Colin Murakawa, 7th. Kurt Kitayama, who play, I thought played very well in this tournament, uh, is 8th. Patrick Cantlay, ninth, Tom Hoagie, 10th. Christian Kirk, uh, 11th. And Jordan Spieth, 12th. And then uh, after those positions, you have uh, Keegan Bradley now out of the top 12. He's 13th. Deandre Shoffley, 14th. Uh, he lost to uh, Rory McIlroy in a great match. That was one of the best matches on Saturday. Uh, Rory against Deandre Shoffley, won on the last hole. Uh, Harris English, uh, Taylor Moore, Tony Finau, uh, Denny McCarthy, Keith Mitchell, Sigeeth Tagala, and Ricky Fowler is already playing well this year, already up into the top 20 in Ryder Cup standings, uh, followed by Adam Shank, Dustin Johnson, the first of the live guys, Jason Suh, Kevin Kisner, Matt Kuchar played well, and he made it all the way up into the into the top 30 uh, for the first time in a long time. J.J. Spahn oh. also played well, and then Wyndham Clark. So that's the U S wow. team. Any, any, uh, any thoughts?
1: No, I mean, no, I, I just think it's going to be a tough hole. These guys got to start playing good. Like, uh, well, like uh 20 feet now and Jordan speed, all these guys got to get going, right?
0: Yeah. You can't, or else, just, like, you can't just assume yeah. that the Tom hoagies and Chris Kirk's are going to back off.
1: And I think, I, think, I don't think the, I think they're going to play great. Chris Kirk's playing again this week too. Yeah, that's and, the thing. So and, they're playing a lot of tournaments
0: and Chris uh, and uh, uh, Kurt Kitayama He's a good player. You can't, you know. He's go. He's going to, you know, have, having won the Palmer, that's a lot of points. Uh, that's
1: a lot of points. Yeah. I mean, he's a solid player. Though. I would take. I mean, he stood a lot of guys down in that in that tournament this weekend. Yeah. I mean, he was good. He, he beat. Yeah. Tony Fee down all of the, all of those boys. Yeah.
0: All right. On yeah. the on the European side, on European points, it's the same: Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Victor Perez, and Yannick Paul. So I, I don't think Yannick Paul is going to stay in there. Victor Perez didn't make it out of group stage, uh, in but was playing in the in the match play. Yannick Paul was not playing in the match play. I don't know, I didn't see his name on the DP World Tour either or or uh, at Putneska. Uh on the world points. Terrell Hatton uh, would be is the first to make it in off of world points. Then Victor Hovland, Shane Lowry, and Tommy Fleetwood. That would be the eight who get automatic bids. And then the next four, Seamus Power, Justin Rose, Alex Noren, and Matthew Fitzpatrick. And then just out of the top 12, you have Thomas Dietrich, Adrian Adegoy, Danny Willett, Robert McIntyre, Sepp Straka, Antoine Rosner, Adrian Moronk, Rasmus Heigard, and Nicholas Heigard made it. He uh, went up, I think, 17 spots on the basis of his good performance this week in the Dominican. So, Wow. I think a lot of these European players, I mean, guys like Thomas Dietry and Danny Willett and Robert McIntyre, they have to start getting, some, and Sepp Straka, have to start also playing a little better.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, those guys got to start playing better because otherwise, I mean, this team's going to be, I mean, we already know who the team is. I mean, if you had to make a captain's pick right now on this team, who would it, who would it be? I don't don't why?
0: Well, okay. Yeah. So assuming, assuming the eight, so let's just take the next... Ten guys for four for four spots: Seamus Power, Justin Rose, Alex Norin, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Thomas Dietrich, Adrian Adagoy, Danny Willett, Robert McIntyre, Sepp Straka, and Antoine Rosner. You got those guys. Who are your four? I guess Matthew Fitzpatrick, automatic. Right. He's going to make it. Yeah. He, he's going to yeah,
1: definitely.
0: It. I would take Seamus Power. I would take Justin Rose because he is he's playing very well. Yeah. He, he won at Pebble yep. Beach, and he has been consistently playing better. So that leaves one spot yeah. for the likes of Alex Noren, Thomas Dietrich, Danny Willett, Robert McIntyre, Sepp Straka. I think maybe Thomas Dietrich. Wow. I think maybe Thomas Dietrich. Thomas,
1: well, the best player right now, Sepp Straka, he's playing great in all the tournaments. He missed a cut, I think, a couple of weeks ago, a week ago. But I think he's playing great. Noren's playing pretty solid. well. Yeah, all
0: those guys are playing uh, solid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dietrich, did Dietrich make the uh, W? He's not the top 50 in the world, right?
0: Uh, no, Dietrich. Yeah, Dietrich was in, the, was in the match play. Dietrich played. He was in the match
1: play, okay. Yeah. So he's the top fifty to play in the world. Okay. And so he's pretty much playing a lot of states anyway. So, yeah, I like, I like that guy's game. We always say he has good games, Thomas Dietrich.
0: So, all right. Yeah. So speaking of Matthew Fitzpatrick, so a very interesting juxtaposition in the fifth uh, full swing. You have Matthew Fitzpatrick, little guy. Matthew Fitzpatrick is, is tiny. He is a cerebral player. He's, he's almost like Bryson DeChambeau without the bravado. He's a scientist. He comes from an upper middle-class family, but not a golf family, right? His his, dad's a
1: mortgage bank. Dad's a a banker. Uh, Mom's a mortgage in the mortgage industry, insurance industry. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh. He, He looks, he looks like a nerd. Right. He looks like, a you know, he's one of the last people on the PGA Tour you'd ever think was a pro athlete. But he obviously works his ass off and is a scientist. He has these books. He has books of like every shot he's made since he was 14 years old.
1: I mean, he has books of every freaking like course,
0: you know, to get yardage books. Right. Because
1: you want to mark everything off. And he has all those things stored. It's amazing. Right. And you saw how he practices, like his brother was like, oh, I just do this, do this. He goes, well, don't you hit these clubs on the even, on these days you hit the even clubs, on these days you hit the odd clubs. So he's like a mad scientist about it.
0: And then you juxtapose that with Dustin Johnson, who is, I, I mean, has Justin, has Dustin Johnson ever had anything interesting to say in his entire freaking life?
1: Only when he was telling the guy, dropping F-bombs and telling the guy not to move the cart, to move the cart. Man. That was weird, right? Yeah. That was absolutely odd. But you know what? He is an odd guy, but I think he's absolutely right about his game. He has a he has accomplished a lot. He's proved that he can win a lot on the PGA tour. So I mean, for him, going to live, I kinda get it. I really I mean, after him hearing him talk about it, and he's right. All of Americans or any one person in the world, if someone offered them more money to do less work, they would jump at it. Maybe You and i wouldn't do it but the majority of people would run for it right
0: see see, you know i i've always said i was always said about the the live players there there are guys you know uh, you take a guy like ian Poulter, who i think is a pretty smart guy i think ian Poulter is aware of what's going on around him in the world i think ian Poulter realizes that the saudis are bad people but he doesn't care that the money is you know it comes from a poor family maybe Though generational money is more important to him than, you know, than the, the the morality or ethics of the Saudi government. Then you have guys like Dustin Johnson, who I think, I, I mean, honestly, if you said to them, hey, you know, you know, the Saudis beheaded a journalist who didn't agree with their government, you know, have <laughs> you do you ever heard of this guy, Jamal Khashoggi? Ew, I'm a golfer, man. And he and and I yeah. would believe him if he said, I've never heard of that guy.
1: Yeah, I would believe him. I'm a golfer, is what he would say. Yeah. So,
0: so yeah. when he when he says something like, "Well, him. anybody's gonna gonna take more money for for working less," no, everybody is going. You know, t- you know, th- there's there's a moral compass that most people have that is not absolute. It's not black or white. It's shades of gray. You know, would I work for the Kuwaiti government? Yeah, I probably would. You know, they're not awful people. They don't, you know, as far as I know, they don't behead people that, who, who don't agree with them. Uh, would I work in, you know, in, in Abu Dhabi or Dubai? Yeah, it has nothing to do with the religion. It has to do with, you know, are they decent people? You know, do they give all people equal rights to the, or do they stone people who don't agree with them? You know, I wouldn't go work yeah. if I said to John, Dustin Johnson, would you go work for, you know, he, he probably doesn't know Hitler's dead. You know, would you go work for Hitler? Maybe he'd say yes. Maybe he's, you know, if if Hitler paid you, you know, a hundred million dollars to play in one tournament, maybe Dustin Johnson would go, maybe he just wouldn't care. But I think, I think, you know, people have this moral compass, shades of gray. I just think Dustin Johnson is so ignorant of the world around him or, you know, he just doesn't care.
1: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, sorry, someone, one of our friends is texting me about something, our friend Claudia. But uh, yeah, Rich, I totally agree with you. He, I mean, he's an interesting guy. He doesn't have much to say. And the girlfriend, the, the girl, wife, or whatever she is now, doesn't have much to say either. She just follows him around like a little kid. All right. I, tell I mean, do you see, you notice that? She goes everywhere. I tell they you. They don't what, even bring the kids half the time, they, but the kids with the grandpa. cute kids. I'd rather be looking at a grandma. I'd rather be looking at the good looking grandmother, too.
0: I tell you what, uh, I always thought Paulina was, a, was, a you know, a, a beautiful woman. I tell you what I would take her mother when we Janet Jones, the actress model, Janet Jones is one of the most beautiful women, you know, when, when she was young, I don't know what she looks like now. I think Janet Jones is a far more beautiful woman than her daughter. I don't know if that's an unpopular. yeah, term. Uh, yeah. She wasn't, a very, uh, she I, wasn't a very good actress. She was, she was, she was, <laughs> she was a barely passable actress. Uh, but she was she was well, so beautiful, Janet Jones.
1: Well, she acted right. She married the right guy. <laughs> so she acted right yeah. to a good good marriage.
0: She had a good life, and I and you know I think everything I've ever heard Wayne Gretzky's a good man, but it sounds like he's a good man. Yeah, I thought this was my my second least favorite episode, and although I I appreciated when they were dealing with Matthew Fitzpatrick and kind of his psychology and the way he prepared, I thought that was interesting. I thought yeah. the, golf, the golf coverage of Matthew Fitzpatrick's win at the U.S. Open was spotty. And, it was spotty. And it just went on too long, and it didn't really yeah. say anything. It would be better if there was more kind of audio footage of, of, of his reactions during the round. Yeah. But it just yeah. went on and on and on and didn't really yeah, – it, it didn't add. I, mean, it, it, yeah. I Yeah. I
1: mean, I like this Matthew Fitzpatrick kid. I mean, he's a quiet – he doesn't want to give speeches. He's a quiet kid. He goes about his business the right way. I like it. And the best thing he ever did was get braces, that guy. He should get him for his brother. That's the, that's the best thing he did. I mean, he's a good-looking kid now. He really is. I mean, and I, I just think he's a great – he's a good player, and he's but, a calm guy. He doesn't like, like being noticed and all that stuff, which is awesome.
0: But this was the first episode that I found myself fast-forwarding through stuff because it's just like, this is boring. You know, I know he freaking won the u s. Open. I know he's going to be happy when he wins the u s Open, and you know when yeah. DJ comes on, I mean he, the guy is vapid, he literally so has yeah. has nothing to say.
1: I mean, he had nothing to say, and she didn't either. I mean, he's just uh, I mean, she was almost as bad as Brooke Kepka's girlfriend, yeah
0: well, I, I, I mean at least
1: she talked about her kids.
0: No, yeah, I mean Brooks Koepka's girlfriend came across as just you know the ultimate gold digger. I don't think Pauline he's Pauline there for didn't have yeah. to be a gold digger because you know her family's rich. Yeah, but yeah, but and I don't have high hopes. The next episode is Colin Murakawa and Tony Finau. Or you know Tony Finau is probably my favorite player on tour right now. And yeah, they, maybe they'll be favorite, inter- so. maybe they'll make it interesting. Maybe they will.
1: But yeah, I maybe I mean they, they all say he's a golden boy, uh, Colin Murakawa. He's a baby. He's a he's a he's a people really like I like that guy too. He's a smart guy. I mean, they are they are two different they are two different people and players, right? One's a yeah. big bomber. One's an accurate guy, and one is just got married. One has a house full of kids and comes from a, a Mormon religion, Mormon background. So yeah, so totally, it'll I think it'll be good. But you're uh, right. I hope, I hope it's so. kind of been boring, it hasn't? I thought the Joel, I thought
0: the Joel Damon episode was great. I thought that was fascinating, yeah. and and I liked, you know although although you know what Ian Poulter has done this is disappointing to me i thought the episode was pretty good
1: yeah his episode was pretty darn good yeah i agree even, he the, had a great
0: the brooks kepka episode again was a little disappointed it was disturbing but it was still was it yeah. was a compelling episode about this man's struggles with his game uh yeah. juxtaposed yeah. with his you know his you know his fiance who obviously didn't care about anything except herself and money yeah so i he thought it was it. interesting the first episode yeah. and this last episode, I thought were kind of boring. So we'll see. We'll we're see. kind of boring. We'll yeah. see we'll what, see what like. happens next week. Yeah, they renewed it. They, re- they renewed the show. All right, here's one. Before we go, if they were to do an episode on a journeyman, another journeyman, who would you want them to do an episode on on the PGA Tour? Who's a journeyman right now? Another Joel Damon. Uh Tom Hoagie. I, think
1: I find him interesting. Okay. I find Tom Hoagie interesting because he is a journeyman, right? Yeah. He is a quiet guy. He goes about his business. He shoots his sixty-two. He's a good player, but he likes going under the. I. I, I yeah. I like to know more about that dude.
0: You know who I would like to see them do an episode on, and it would be sad, is Nate Lashley. I'd like to yeah. see how you know if they talked to him about how he went on, you know how yeah. he was able to go on after you know his whole family died. Yeah, that's a better one than mine. Yeah, that, I, I agree. Yeah, how's the I psych- agree. How's the psychology of your whole family dies following you to go? You know, you know, for your golf career. How yeah, do you that's go on? Story, right? How do you go on and stay as a as a good player? Yeah, man, that's a good one. Rich. That's a
1: really good. One. I don't
0: anyway, know how he does it. Anyway. Uh, we will be back. I didn't
1: know Dan. I didn't know the Rappaport kid guy went to school at Northwestern.
0: Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to say. That's the other thing I wanted to say before we go. So Thomas Peters, when he leaves the, the PGA tour for the live tour said he was lonely, that he didn't have any friends on the PGA tour and he felt lonely. So then what's Thomas Peters doing in Matthew Fitzpatrick's house? Yucking it up with Matthew Fitzpatrick and Dan Rappaport was he just did he just show up randomly? No, he's Matthew Fitzpatrick's friend and he's obviously Dan Rappaport's friend too. His so friend. Thomas Peters, yeah. it's bullshit. You just wanted the money. Don't tell me that you didn't have any friends because Matthew Fitzpatrick is on is you know is yeah. on the tour and he's your friend. So and he's your friend. Yeah. So
1: that is odd. I I noticed he was very quiet about stuff. He didn't say anything. He was like. I mean I, I don't even know why he was there. He was kind of useless
0: being he's, there, right? He was sharing the house, obviously, for the US Open. He was sharing the house. Yeah, that's what he's sharing the house. But it was but, like but, he was, but if Matthew was Fitzpatrick it. wasn't his buddy, he wouldn't be sharing a house with him. It's not like you're gonna invite he, some he, guy yeah. you don't know.
1: It's I it's, don't have any friends. I don't have so. any friends.
0: Well,
1: well you don't you don't need any friends in that shitty golf over there. Where uh, are they playing next?
0: Uh they're playing next, aren't they in are they in Florida this week? or, or They're in the oh, U.S. They they're, it's a U.S. Oh, tournament are, this yeah. week. Liv's lives playing this week. And then we'll have this very interesting uh, Masters after that. So next week we'll have our Masters. I can't preview. wait. Next week we'll have yeah. our Masters preview. There's uh, PJs in Texas. The Liv, I think, is in Florida. Uh, okay. So uh, we'll have a lot of tournaments, Yeah, too. we'll have our
1: international. We'll have our international American and European player okay. for everyone for the map.
0: All right. so. Uh, We will talk to you next week. A little bit of blur to take you out. Everybody have a wonderful week, and, and we will talk to you next time.
1: Yeah, happy week. Happy Monday.